Livestream is your premier place to watch live events on the web, mobile devices, and connected TVs. See new events daily or broadcast your own at Livestream.com. Livestream. Be there. Broadcasting from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch on. What's going on? I'm Brandon Gooch on, and welcome to yet another thrilling edition to Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the Vegas Video Network. Now, here's the deal. You want to get a hold of us? We got an email set up, awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. That's awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We have a telephone number, 866-966-4599, 866-966-4599, and don't forget about the live chat. That's for the person that wants to be involved in the show. Right there, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. And that, let's see. Let's just say you tune in, catch the last five seconds of the show. Don't worry about it. We got replays on the VegasVideoNetwork.com, YouTube, iTunes, and now Roku. I just said a mouthful. And now it's time for the seamless segue to camera number two. Hello. It's good to see you there, all showered. All right, let's do some music news. After 31 years, the band R.E.M. has finally decided to call it a day, according to the band's website. Now, if this were 1994, I would be devastated. Now, you may remember R.E.M. thinks of such hits as, this guy sounds like a whiny bitch. And don't forget the timeless classic, this shit is depressing. Somebody please put on the Pearl Jam record before I kill myself. And a man is planning on releasing a book known as Wet Goddess, in which he details a nine-month sexual relationship he had with a dolphin. Now, I want to judge this guy. I truly do, but I was involved in a similar situation because I, too, wanted to make love to a manmal who had fish on her breath. Yes, the pain never goes away. And ABC is planning on releasing episodes of Celebrity Wife Swap featuring Ted Haggard and the number one reason I own a television show, Gary Busey. Dreams do come true. Now, I don't know if you remember Ted Haggard. He was the disgraced televangelist who used to get up on stage in front of thousands just to remind people how evil and sinister gays and lesbians were thanks to their lifestyle decision, only to be caught in a Denver motel room sucking on a meth pipe with a gay prostitute. Or he was sucking on the prostitute with the meth pipe sitting on Gideon's Bible. Either way, and if you don't know who Gary Busey is, you cannot call yourself an American. Now, I've got to be totally honest with you. This has to be one of the most unfair trades I have ever seen in my entire life because Haggard's wife gets to spend 14 sleepless nights wondering if Gary Busey is hiding underneath her bed or not. And, well, Busey's wife gets to have somebody to go shoe shopping with while simultaneously spending two weeks away from the constant fear that comes with being married to Gary Busey. And, to the delight of few and to the horror of many, topless photos of Chaz Bono have hit the internet. Can we get a look at that? Wrong Chaz. <laughs> there we go. Oh my God. Uh, his moves don't match his gut, if you ask me. A little tip for you, Chaz. If you go out and get a boob job, they took a little bit too much off the top, if you ask me. You can't go flat chest, round stomach. It doesn't add up. From the side, you look like an upside down question mark. That come off 
Oh, I hope Cher isn't listening. And in Vegas news, pole dancing is all the rage here in Sin City, and who better to delve into all the action than Las Vegas' very own Courtney Leone. Hey, Court. Hi, Peggy. Gooch, I'm standing outside of the Excalibur Hotel and Casino, waiting to get into the Thunder from Down Under showroom. And what's going on down there? Getting ready to hate my dad for no apparent reason by taking night school classes for girls, courtesy of Laura Croft. Laura Croft, you mean the girl from that video, Tomb Raider? No. Obviously, you don't have cable. She's only the E-Channel's hottest sidekick to Holly Madison, that show Holly's World. Holly Madison, she's the one who got famous, uh, you know, made it to the big time for jostling 80-year-old scrote. And what are you planning on learning down there? The basics. Crawling around on the floor, pole dancing. All the useless things that no-talent reality stars have to put back into society. And what are you hoping to accomplish with this knowledge? In two weeks from now, Prince Harry is coming here. That's right, Prince Harry. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to win him over because he's sitting in for night school for girls because he's been quoted to be a party animal. You mean Prince Ginger? Don't talk that way about my future husband. Uh, as I said last week, don't you have a boyfriend? You need to quit C-blocking me, man. You don't have a C. The other C, Gooch. Don't hate the player, hate the game. And what are you hoping to accomplish by dry-humping the Lil John and crawling on the floor? Please. How else are you supposed to land a prince? Etiquette classes are done, son. It's all about slut school, and everybody knows it. By the time I'm done with my work, the queen mum is going to change Buckingham Palace to Fuckingham Palace. Oh, yeah. God bless America, bitches. Boom. Wow. Courtney Leone. The red coats are coming, if you know what I mean. God bless the queen. Let's pass the mic. Ah, yes, pass the mic. This is a segment of the show where you, the audience member, gets to ask me, the host, a question at, through email, awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. That's awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Scott, we got a question? We have two, sir. First one comes from James. James wants to know, do people think you're famous? <laughs> Fame? Uh, can I borrow some money? <laughs> yes, how much do you need, brother? 20. Good. I'm good for it. Billy wants to know, last question, uh, how do you deal with hecklers? Okay, that's a very touchy subject because sometimes you have a heckler that's nice and they just want to be part of the show and you have to let them re and you have to remind them that people didn't pay to see them and they have no talent whatsoever. But then you have the people out there that are really trying to crush the show. Like one time I had a heckler and he starts yelling at me because he knew me from the radio and I said, "What do you do for a living?" He didn't answer. So I looked him right in the eye and I said, "Well, I work on the number 1 rock station in Vegas, Comp 92.3. I reach anywhere from 50,000 to 70,000 people at any given moment. That's how many people I touch. So outside of your daycare job, how many people have you touched?" <laughs> he didn't like that. All right, and we're going to be back with our headliner in just a little bit, but here's a few words from the station. This is David Ivey for Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David. You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene.
Quick like a bunny. And now it's time for their head. He'll be gliding down at the Playboy Comedy Club inside the Palms tonight at 10 o'clock. And don't forget about Saturday, 8 and 10. He was also featured on America's Got Talent. Let's give it up for J. Chris Newberg. Hey! Here's a website. Website. Jay, thanks for stopping by, brother. Appreciate it. Nice to see you. Right on, man. So uh, let's see here. You, let's just talk about the America's Got Talent. That's pretty much where, every, where the mo most of the people know you from. You've been doing this for quite a long time. And how long did it take you for you to finally get your so-called big break, if that's what you like to call it? Oh, man. Uh, probably, what's today? Thursday. Like, I've been, I've been going really hard at this since Wednesday of last week. Mm. So, like, I guess eight days? You're crushing it in eight days. Eight days. I've been doing this for like eight days. Um, it's been really hard. Like I remember Saturday of last week, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. And, um, and then on Sunday, I was at church and I was like playing, like praying to a non-denominational God. My name is spelled wrong. It's Newberg, E-R-G. That's, that's, that's not horrible at all. So that's the, like on Monday, I was like, you know you've made it when your name's wrong spelled. Yay. Um, and then on Tuesday, things really came together because um, I'm taking over for Oprah. Okay. In eight days. Yeah. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. And what are the prizes that you'll be giving away on your new show? Uh, the if you're going to be doing that anyway. The I mean. first show I'm giving away virginity. Wow. Wow, a lot of dirty sheets. Um, a lot of apologies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the second show, I will, uh, I'll just be giving it back. Okay, really? So virginity in reverse? No, I will, because I'm, I'm very urban. So it back is a, uh, is a sort of like a subliminal sort of like metaphorical rear end. Okay. I'll be just giving away someone's ass. Oh, I, oh, now I see. I'll be giving away see, I forget. Back. I forget. You're from the mean streets of Detroit, the D. <clears throat> I'm from the mean suburbs of Detroit, where Eminem was from 8 Mile. I was from 16 Mile, mm -hmm. 7 to 8 miles away from where pain happened and where he worked for my dad. <laughs> pain? Who's pain? Pain? Yeah. That's my little sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know my little sister, Pain. I know her well. So, uh, and so, I mean, coming up in Detroit, I mean, is that where you pretty much learned how to play guitar? Did you t learn a lot of your time, like listening to Chris Rock and ICP, getting inspiration? Yeah, a lot of yeah. Well, that's you know, I've never met anyone who's been able to peg my influences more accurately <laughs> right out of the gate. Uh, you know, a typical a typical weekend for me was a six pack of Fago. Okay, understand. Some town club, and. Uh, some Chris Rock and some ICP. Right, of course, of course. You know. You know, because the inspiration that I draw from listening to two guys that paint their faces in clowns and talk about raping and killing people and Shaggy Too Dope and Violent J, they just bring it out of me. And I'm sure since they're from the same city you're from, they do the same. There's a whole lot of smart going on in that group. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Those kids are really rich, though. They make tons of money. They're incredible marketers. I can't say that I've ever heard one song by them, mm -hmm. but they have big houses and they do really well. Okay. Mm well, I mean, I don't. I've you know, I like to insult a lot of people, but not on camera. <laughs> that was a very strange look. So yeah, well, they have the Juggalos and you have the Chris Army. I do. I have a huge army. It's uh, there's um, I mean, considering I've been doing this for eight days. It's like, it's, well. it's weird to have a fan club. Um, I'm reaching in my pocket for hope. 
mm-hmm. and it's not in there. Oof. I usually like to keep mine under my hat. But. As you should. Right. As you should. And it's funny because you're not wearing a hat. So <laughs> maybe it escaped. <laughs> Don't have anything. It's like Pandora's box. So uh, so let's talk about the <laughs> so let's talk about the America's Got Talent. One thing that I loved about Jay Chris Newberg, and I wanted to ask you about this in person, is when Pierce Morgan. He doesn't have any, any love for the comedy game whatsoever. And we, like we were talking about it yesterday, really a, a stand-up comic on America's Got Talent really has no shot. And instead of you going out and giving it your absolute best, your absolute best material. I'm like, you why do out, that? I'm like, let's phone it in, everybody. Right, right. You know? And instead of doing that, you went right after Pierce Morgan and you roasted him right on television. And the question I have for you is, is how good do you think that worked for you? And on top of that, how much of a sense of joy did you get when you did it? Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, television is a strange thing. I mean, te- television is the antithesis of like everything that you expect as a comic. Like to be when you when you decide that you want to be a comic to be true to who you are, you don't anticipate success if you're a purist or an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was watching the show at the beginning and one of the questions was like, do you think that you're famous? And you're for, you laugh mm-hmm. and you're like, what? And to get on television is like, it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing that you could ever want as an artist, you know, because to be a comic and to be like killing it is to have six people go, oh, I saw this dude last night, and he, there was like 26 people there, and he killed. Who was it? I don't know. Dude had a guitar. He was funny. Mm-hmm. That's what really, as an artist, it's about. But if you're on stage in front of like 14 million people, it's, you know, even if like, it, it's just, it's hard to feel, it's hard to feel genuine. I wasn't mad about it. It was fantastic. I'd do it all day long. Right. But I would bet a million dollars anybody who saw Seinfeld before Seinfeld was Seinfeld would swear up and down they saw Seinfeld in front of 100 people mm-hmm. in, the, in the comedy cellar. And it was the greatest show of their life. He's different now that he's made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you think that you're different? I think now that I've made it, I'm way different <laughs> <laughs> than eight years ago. I mean, I'm sorry, eight, eight days. days ago. Yeah. See? Stupid methamphetamine. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Camera shot, ready? Okay. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they learned that from the ICP. Now, when 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 you were backstage and you were was it kind of like this is my big shot this is my big shot did you have to pump yourself up at all for that or did you already know hey look i'm just going to go out there and give it a go it was just another gig for me yeah. because i mean and i like my my theory on reality shows is is pretty simple it's like number 1 i think the reason that the people who don't win end up succeeding more so than the people who do win mm-hmm. because they don't taste victory right you know it's like if if all of a sudden if you win at that level that's just, I mean, it's the same sort of reason most teams don't repeat the Super Bowl. Right. It's like, because it's like, you're such a high point, and then all of a sudden it's like you're given all the success. It's like your hunger kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. But if you come in sixth, you're like, fuck you, man. Right, sixth? Right, right. I'll show you sixth. And you, know, and you bring it. Um, and I think that when you're in a reality show and you're backstage in front of, like, and you're with all these other contestants, 
And people are constantly like, this is the biggest chance of your life. This is the only chance you're ever going to get. This is your chance. Mm-hmm. This is their biggest. This is all. And, like, and it's, it's kind of brainwashing. Mm-hmm. So when you see those people and they're talking and they're on camera and they're giving their, like, their, their on-the-fly stuff and their POV and they're, like, and they're crying, it's just like, I think part of it could be true. But if somebody amplifies your feelings, mm-hmm. like whatever, like you've got sadness, everybody has sadness. If someone only talked about your sadness and your reality constantly and you had no access to outside people, you'd cry. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, like, okay, let's say, let's say for example, and it's not true. Let's say my grandma shot my mom, mm-hmm. which, you know. With what? She, with, um, you know, with her huge penis. Let's okay, just say she right, shot all over my mother. Okay. You know, whatever. Strangely enough, I was just at Excalibur, and Courtney was outside, and it was really hot. Right. 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 Because I couldn't see the green screen at all. No. No. But I saw Courtney. We made eye contact, and it was incredible. I said eye contact, but I had a lot of phlegm going on. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounded like eye contact. Right. Anyways, that yeah. said, let's say my grandma shot my mom. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's it. That's who I am. You know, it sucks. It's embarrassing. You don't want to talk about. But if every five seconds was someone's like... Your grandmother shot your mother. This is the only chance you ever have to overcome. For a hundred hours, mm. you'd be like, "She did you, mom," <laughs> and it's normal. Here come the jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's just weird. So, long story short, um, if you're in the Las Vegas area tomorrow, 3 p.m. at the Elvis Cathedral, Courtney and I. We'll be getting married. Uh, my girlfriend, Christine, will be the reverend. And uh, it'll be sensational. It won't be awkward or weird. Back to you. All right. Well, we got a live chat question. What's going oh, on, Scott? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Courtney's boyfriend has a comment. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'll be there as well. That's, that's the comment? Yeah. No, Eric, Eric says, has Chris done other television, either on air or writing? Great question. I have done other television. And I've been on air. And I've written. I've been on, uh, I've been on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Comedy Central, History Channel's History of the Joke, uh, the huge show hosted by Summer Sanders called Fox Sports List, two seasons. What? Um, and uh, I've written with uh, Dane Cook and uh, Brandon Jackson. And uh, a lot of other people that you don't know, like I've written for this guy named Tony. He's my downstairs neighbor. Hasn't made it yet. He's got great jokes. Uh, give him a chance. Uh, yeah. All right, we got another vibe chat question. Yeah. What's going on? Clown Boy wants to know, uh, what does Chris think of Last Comic Standing? Clown Boy? <laughs> I'd like to tell you I was on Last Comic Standing, season four. I didn't make it. Uh, I think that uh, the reason that show didn't succeed is the same sort of reason comedy is not more popular because it's too subjective. I don't, the person who won was Josh Blue, uh, a very, very, very funny guy. Uh, he is, uh, he, I think he has several palsy or. He, I think his grandma shot his mom. His gra- <laughs> his, see, that was a callback. Uh, his grandmother shot his mother. Um, he, he's, um, he's got something going on, um, some sort of disability. He was the nicest kid, and he was super funny. And people are like, and like, I had some one asshole DJ say to me once, 
you lost to the retarded guy. How's that feel? I'm like, I'm not retarded. One to one, you know. <laughs> but Josh is incredible. So uh, I think Last Comic was great when it happened. And um, like basically, when you when you do go head to head with some of the comics, though, is there some kind of animosity? Sometimes some comics take it really seriously, and they could start to hate other comics, especially if they've done better than them. Great question, clown boy. <laughs> Uh, I think, I mean, comedy is so competitive if you're insecure. I mean, the whole root of comedy is insecurity and pain and sadness. And uh, when I was being prepped on the way in, uh, Scott was like, <laughs> we don't want to hear about how you hate everybody and how you're sad and miserable. I'm like, all right, can you turn around? Because <laughs> I hate everybody and I'm sad and miserable. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Whackity-doo. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, but insecurity is But fun. how do you overcome that, though? How do you, you ever, get up I, I talk on a microphone and make people laugh. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easy. It's, it's basically like, you know, it's my Wonder Woman. Like, comedy is like the Wonder Woman, like, arm bracelet. You just, like, reflect or deflect your sadness onto other people, like, who are like, yeah, I suck too, but this guy's talking about it, and he's louder than me because he's on a microphone mm -hmm. that smells like baby sweat. <laughs> One more shank. One more camera shot to Chris. Yeah. Baby sweat coming this fall. To Fox. Now, uh, you also do music. Oh, my God. I wish I had my guitar here. That's here it is. Oh, hey. Oh. Weird. Just magically appeared. It's like green screen. Now, uh, you've actually, in, uh, in your bio, you've actually opened up for uh, uh, Oasis, and you opened up for Counting Crows and John Cougar Mellencamp. Now, did you do stand-up in front of those crowds as well, or did you just actually play? A little both. Yeah? Yeah, a little both. Uh, when I was in a band, uh, we opened up for Oasis, and uh, we toured with them, and it was, it, it was unreal. It was, uh, you know. Did you see any backstage fighting between the Gallagher brothers? No, but I have a great story, if I can tell it. I don't know for sure. Please tell. Um, we were, our contract, and I still have it, we were instructed that we were not allowed to talk to them. <gasps> this is a Chris J. Newberg exclusive. Yes. This is awesome. Not only did they spell my name wrong, they got my initial in the wrong place. And I just made you plural. It's Newberg with an E-R-G, and it's J. Chris, not Chris J. What the fuck is going on, clown boy? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? You got five cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, goodness. Bam. You know what, Courtney? Correction. It's over. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Yeah, with an ER, it's, it's, I can't see it. No, thank you. Jesus. What, so I just have a, an initial and then one full name? What is this, party zone? All right. <laughs> it's the morning zoo. Hey, everybody. Jay Chris Newberg, everybody. You ever hear Bill Dwyer's joke? He's like, it's always two different guys. Like, he's like, it's the morning show with Stan the whoever, Bill the whatever, and Helen. It's just <laughs> right. so funny. Um, so we were instructed not to talk to Oasis. And... Um, uh, it was like afterwards, I was, um, I think it was 94, and I was drunker than 10 Indians, and I was like, that's a lot, that's a lot of Indians, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go talk to them, and they had this party that was like Sodom and Gomorrah, hot girls, strippers, cocaine, I, in my brain, Liam was laying on like this sort of like psychological, not psych like psychiatrist bed, and someone was palming him like with like an actual palm tree thing, I'm not kidding. <laughs> And I was right. like, I was so excited. I was like, 
and I made the mistake, and I'm like, you know, you have like that crazy drunkard confidence, and I walked right up to him, and I was like, thank you so much for letting us open up for you. This is great. And he's like, shake my foot, mate. And he raises his foot. And I was like, and in this moment, I was like, okay, if I don't shake his foot, I'm fired. If I shake his foot, I'm an asshole. <laughs> what am I going to do? Because this is the worst situation ever. So I lean back, and I lift my foot, and I foot high-fived him. I was like, there you go. <laughs> and he's like, and he looks at me, and goes, I didn't know how you were going to get out of that one. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, me neither. And I like ran away. And we did more shows with him. But oh, man. And that's when Jane Chris Newberg's animosity towards the English started, and then Pierce felt the wrath. Yeah. Oh. Suck on that, British people. <laughs> um, I wrote a song. I'd love to hear it. It's about last night. Okay. Do I need to look at the camera? If you want to, go it's right for you, in. you, clown boy. <laughs> Which one's that? Which of the three? That's that ones? one right there. This one? Right like that. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this one. You, go. you know how it is. Like, you go out, you have a good time, you drink everything. You can't remember stuff. And you know you offended everybody, and your girlfriend Christine's mad at you, and you don't know why. And, like, you wake up on the couch, and, then, and the door to the room is locked. And, like, you need to apologize to everybody, but you don't know what you did. So this is the blanket apology song for anybody who's ever been in a situation where they need to apologize to someone and they don't know why. Sorry about last night. Sorry if I threw up on you. Sorry about last night. If while you were trying to sleep, I was trying to have sex with you. Sorry about last night. I don't remember a thing. Sorry about last night. Can you check your vagina for my ring? Ooh. <laughs> and I know it's not cool. And I know I embarrassed you. I'm really sorry. Let's do it again. Yay. Yay. I love it. So uh, what came first, rock music or comedy? Oh, I always say, what came first, the word dude or Sean Penn? OK. <laughs> uh, I was a really bad musician. And like, I mean, I'm a good, I'm a good songwriter. But I'm a bad guitar player. I'm not a bad guitar player, but like, you know what? You know how it is. Like, it's really easy to be like, "Hey, this song's about girls. It's called Tits." Tits. <laughs> You're like, "Oh my God, so funny!" But I'm like, "This song's about love." Love. You're like, <laughs> right? So I, I know changed all love about to love. tits. Boom. And that's why Courtney and I will be getting married tomorrow, at three o'clock, at the Excalibur Green Screen Cathedral. <laughs> What's your next question? I'm ready. Uh, well, actually, we're getting ready to oh, wrap we're done. up. Sorry, guys, I talked too long. No, no, you're we're great. If you have another song, we'd love to hear it. Uh, sure, I have another song. I wrote this song about my girlfriend Christine. All right. Which camera am I looking at? Right there. Your camera. This one. Right, this right here. The one with the light. Here? That one. Right there. Your camera. 
I wrote the song about my girlfriend, Christine, and my wife, Courtney. Beautiful hair. Oh, wait, is it possible to get Courtney to stand behind me and just focus on her because it'll be better if we can see her reaction? Okay. Can we do that? Let's go, let's go back to the Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. We're going back to the Excalibur. If we can't do that, that's fine. I'm sure she's not here. <laughs> I'll call her. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, my God, I just walked in. This is crazy. Oh, my God. Could you stand over my shoulder and let them focus on you? Because it'd be super fun. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I wrote this song for you because we're totally married. Hey, yeah. Here, you sit in the thing. You don't even need to see me. Oh, look at this. You sit in the thing. Oh. We didn't plan this. Nope, we nope. should. Nope. Jay Chris Newberg is spontaneous, everybody. Oh, this is a good shot. Oh, more towards her? There we go. Wow. But this way you can't see your boobs. Now you can. I know I can. I'm not looking at her boobs. I'm just looking <laughs> at her heart. Who's with me? Anybody? She's all heart. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? This is for you. Thank you. Oh, shin touch. Beautiful hair. Amazing skin. Incredible mouth. I want to put stuff in. <laughs> but I won't, because you look really expensive. Yay! Okay! Yay. Oh, Here's my one. God. Right. Courtney Newberg, everybody. Yay. Courtney Newberg. Yay. <laughs> All right, before you leave, we, like a, we have a little game we like to play. It's called 3 Under 30. That's basically where you get to ask you, the guest, three questions that you have to answer in under 30 seconds. All three questions, I'm ready. All three questions. All right, and the very first question is, we got the timer ready, Scott? Yes. And the very first question is, what is the minor league affiliate of the Detroit Tigers? The Toledo Mudhens. Boom, that's right. Who did the voice for Mufasa in The Lion King? Uh, James Earl Jones. Yes, sir. And what is the second verse in Elton John's Tiny Dancer? Jay Chris Newberg. <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. Great job. You can catch him tonight and tomorrow down at the Palms for the Playboy Comedy Show. It's going to be a great show. If you love them here, you can also catch him on his website. That's uh, jchrisnewberg.com. Or chrisarmy.com or my Twitter at the Chris Army. At the Chris Army. Now, I'm actually a follower of his, and he leaves some delightful tweets. G J. Chris Newberg, everybody. Make sure to check us out next Friday at 1230 right here on the VegasVideoNetwork.com. Don't forget, we show replays on VegasVideoNetwork.com, YouTube, iTunes, and Roku. See you next Friday at 1230. I'm Brandon Guchan, and we're out.